Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, CEO of EdSource. Rural districts in the mountains, deserts, and remote coasts of California face a myriad of issues. They have a large percentage of students living in poverty, they have transportation challenges, and they often have difficulty recruiting teachers. But when people who grew up in rural areas return to their hometowns, they can have a huge impact. The big deal with educators returning to their hometowns is that you get some of that capital back. And those people are super invested in their communities because they grew up there. What's the advantage of homegrown teachers in rural districts? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stavely. Tom O'Malley grew up in Alturas, a tiny town in Modoc County in the northeastern corner of California. There were stores downtown and you know, and you could walk into the soda fountain or the bakery or whatever you wanted to do. There was toy stores. We fished a lot. You know, we, we spent a lot of time on, on ranches and, and doing those kind of things and that kind of work. And we walked everywhere and we played a lot of baseball. <laughs> That's what I remember. Just didn't have a care in the world. It was good times. Even so, in high school, Tom was eager to leave. I, I couldn't wait to get out of here because I was heading to Southern California. Um, I always wanted to go down there and, and be that kind of surfer guy, and I just wanted to go, which I did. But eventually, Tom came back. He's now the superintendent of Modoc Joint Unified School District. Before that, he was the principal of the high school for seven years, and before that, the assistant principal. He says just being from town gave him a big advantage. Just knowing people was, was huge. Yeah, I wasn't a, a, a great student in high school, but I wasn't, you know, a bad student. And, you know, I was a small town athlete. And we all play all sports and everything. So, so, you know, I just, I had that name recognition. People knew who I was. They just knew that I'm, you know, I'm from here. I came back and there had to have been a reason for that. I actually want to be here. So they knew I was bought in and I wanted to make the system better. And I, that was probably the, the biggest leg up I had on, on anyone was that people understood that this, is, this wasn't a stepping stone for me. I came back for a reason and I want my kids to graduate from this high school and, and let's, let's go, let's make this good. This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Zadie Stavely. This week, homegrown teachers give back to rural school districts. EdSource's summer journalism intern, Kara Nixon, wrote about teachers who returned to their rural hometowns. Hi, Kara. Hi. Um, so tell me how you found out about this issue that rural educators returned to their hometowns. Like, how did you first hear about this? Yeah, I kind of knew that I wanted to do some rural schools reporting um, just because my own background, I grew up going to a rural school, K through 12, back in Oregon. And so I've always been interested in that. And I ended up talking to Tom O'Malley, who's the superintendent of Modoc Joint Unified. Um, and we were just having like a general conversation about Modoc. And he brought up that he had grown up in Alturas and actually kind of come back 
sort of like somewhat not planned. Um, and I just thought that was really interesting. Like his story just kind of struck me that he talked a lot about how he, when he graduated from MODOK, he was like, I'm never coming back, which I think is a very common phenomenon for anybody who grows up in a rural, small, even any high school. I mean, you're just kind of like, I'm going to leave where I came from and do something else. I was the same way. And now that I've come to Berkeley, I'm like, I kind of want to go home. (laughs) So um, I just felt like that was probably something that was more common than people realized. But it seems like something that is a little bit unique to small districts, like where I grew up. A lot of the teachers had been there forever. And a lot of the students' parents like had had those teachers. So it definitely felt like a sheltered community. But in that way, it also felt kind of like safe, which was nice. I came away from the story thinking a little bit differently about my own rural small town that I couldn't wait to get out of, (laughs) for sure. So tell me about the different stories that you found. Yeah, Robin Jones had this really interesting story where she grew up going to Kit Carson Elementary, um, which is a K through eight school in Hanford. And her all of her siblings went there. Her dad went there and her grandma was actually the first female trustee on the school board. And yeah, she loved it there. She like had nothing but good things to say about it. She was saying that she couldn't imagine like growing up anywhere better, which is obviously very high praise. Um, and yeah, and she kind of had, she went to high school somewhere else and then she went to college and, you know, she got interested in education and then there ended up being an opening for a superintendent at Kit Carson. And she just felt like, she was going to be the one to do it correctly because nobody who was up for it like knew Kit Carson the way that she knew Kit Carson. Um, And so she was superintendent there for about five years, I think. And then now she's retired. And then Miguel Lomeli, he went to San Lucas Unified School District. And so did Maribel Velasco, who I also talked to. San Lucas is an unincorporated community in Monterey County. And Yeah, Miguel, um, he went to San Lucas K through eight, and then I think he went to King City High School, which is nearby. Um, He kind of like had a different situation where he just, I think he kind of knew that he wanted to go back. He went to school for um, like agricultural accounting, um, and San Lucas is a huge like agricultural community. Um, So that kind of made sense for him. And then he also, like Robin, has familial ties with San Lucas and his whole family is just very involved with the school district. And so he ended up, he's been on the board since like the early 2000s and is now the board president. Um, And his kids went there and go there. Um, And for Maribel, she's newer to the board, but um, same thing. She went to San Lucas K through eight. Um, and they both had kind of a fun story about, and I've heard this like multiple times now doing (laughs) this rural reporting is that their secretary has been there for like 50 years or something crazy like that. Um, which is pretty cool. And then, yeah, Tom O'Malley, he grew up in Alturas and went to Modoc Joint Unified his entire life. O'Malley has been superintendent for a decade and was principal for seven years before that and an assistant principal for one year. And that is actually a really long time nowadays to be in a position like what I see in districts like Oakland or L.A., um, San Francisco. Superintendents come. They stick around for one year, two year, three years. You know, four years is like a lot for a superintendent. And then they leave to go somewhere else like it's. Um, constant stepping stones to other jobs or different districts. And the fact that even just the people that you spoke with have been there for so long 
I think means something and like you can make maybe more change if you stay in a place for longer. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about that when I was reporting because the reporting I did before this summer was all in West Contra Costa Unified School District, which is a, a much larger district than the one these ones. Um, and their superintendent is newer. And it does feel like they've had like this turnover in su- of superintendents and it's kind of like shaken them up a little bit. Um, so yeah, I feel like definitely in O'Malley's instance, like him sticking around for that long period of time is definitely beneficial for all of them. When Tom came back to Alturas and Modoc High, he says he was able to hit the ground running because he already knew the community. In you know, my eight years at the high school, we we did a lot of a lot of good, and you know we ended up on the, I think the first time that high school's ever been on the U.S. News and World Report best schools in the country. Um, test scores were really solid. We were winning, you know, athletics, and we were. It was just we were rolling. But Tom doesn't like to take all the credit. Yeah, you know, I've been blessed to be surrounded by great people because we're pretty good at what we do. So I guess my source of pride is this this crew that I work with. They're pretty amazing. You have to work really hard to make this community go. There's not a lot of people in this town who don't wear more than one hat. You're either, you know, you're you're the superintendent and you're the assistant fire chief and you're coaching Little League and you're doing whatever. Just, we all do a lot. A lot of the people he's surrounded with also grew up in Modoc County. I've got teachers, maintenance workers, food service people, um, bus drivers, my elementary principal. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, my secretary's just from over the hill in Cedarville. My business manager's from over the hill in a place called Fort Bidwell, so, you know, 30, 40 miles away. Um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a bundle of us. Yeah, actually, I wrote a story recently in um, a small town called um, Winton near Merced. And I went to visit the school because they have really kind of remarkable scores for third grade English language learners and reading. Um, but while I was there, I the superintendent stopped by. <laughs> and I started asking him, I was like, well, why do you think that, you know, they ha- there's such good reading scores here, like comparatively, right? And he was basically like, well, our teachers stay for years and years. There's not much teacher turnover to speak of at all. And then he said, and a lot of our teachers are from here. And so am I from here. I would agree. Yeah, for our locals, they just don't leave. I'd really have to go through and think about how many of our, you know, like returning students we've hired that have left or whatever. And and off the top of my head, I can think of one. You know, and I've been here 20 years. So... It doesn't happen too often. Generally, they come back, they come back. To have teachers who stay is a big deal for any community, but especially for places like Modoc County. Tom struggles to fill teaching positions. The elementary school has seven open positions out of 24. I mean, this is a, this is a place that, you know, it hit minus 26 one winter. We had a week where we didn't get above zero. My school buses were freezing in the middle of Main Street because the, the diesel fuel was freezing to where I think two weeks ago it was 100 degrees. You know, we're 100 miles from Walmart, which means we're 100 miles from anything. And for you to want to come to an environment that is, is pretty harsh environmentally and to have minimal services, that's a big ask. Teachers who are from MODOK know what it's like to live in MODOK. You know, we have a brand new hospital. Do we have top of the line medical? No, we have to go out of the area to Reno or, you know, Medford, Oregon or wherever to to get specialized services and those type of things. So 
people from here get that and and if they come back you know we know they embrace it and it's what they're looking for and and that's someone who's committed to your town that's again that's someone you know like my my wife and i we moved back here because we wanted our kids to be raised in this environment So, Kara, in your story, you talked about brain drain and brain gain. Can you explain that? Yeah, that's a good question. Brain drain is this thing we hear about all the time now, um, and it's something I heard about growing up in a small town. Um, It's like people leave and go get educated elsewhere, and then they don't come back, and then those communities largely remain the same. And so I think... The big deal with like educators returning to their hometowns is that you get some of that capital back. Like, and those people are super invested in their communities because they grew up there. And so they have a vested interest in making their communities a better place. So I think that is kind of the big deal is like the whole aspect of the brain gain is that you can have those people come back and be really committed to bettering their communities. Tom has certainly seen that in his district. He says the staff really care about students, and he means everyone, not just teachers. Everybody across the board. My bus driver bonds with certain kids better than others, and they'll do everything in the world for him, where I can't get him to pick up a, you know, a candy bar wrapper they threw down or whatever. So I have a group that is totally committed to making sure these kids succeed. Those who grew up in Modoc understand and relate to the students in a different way. And having caring teachers and staff is especially important when it comes to kids who face difficult home lives. Tom says a lot of students in Modoc really struggle. The county has a lot of unemployment. When we came back in 05, the mills were closed, the railroad was gone, and this community had completely flipped from a working community to a non-working community. You know, with high unemployment comes comes high problems, comes, you know, a lot of substance abuse, whether it's alcohol or or illegal narcotics or whatever, and everything bad that comes from that. So we have a significant amount of kids who just have zero support at home, you know, who who are raising their their younger siblings while their parents are engaging in inappropriate activities, to to say it nicely. Um, You know, we've got third graders who prepare breakfast for their siblings that kind of stuff. They, they walk them to school. It's pretty phenomenal to see, but it's, it's heartbreaking at the same time. And it just seems there's a lot of that. Students also miss a lot of school just because people live so far away from anything. To go to the dentist or for a medical appointment, it's often a day-long trip. So Tom says test scores may not be fantastic, but his staff puts a ton of effort into getting kids to graduate. 91% of students graduated high school in 2022. That's high. The fact that we get these kids all the way through school and they get diplomas, for a lot of them is a miracle. We work incredibly hard to make sure they have that piece of paper because, you know, it, this is a line from, from Chuck Johnson back in Chico State, but he, he said in the credentialing program, uh, having a high school diploma isn't going to change your life at all. Not having one will. And, and I believe that to be the case. So... You know, again, if you want to look at totality, we get kids across the stage. We get them a piece of paper. We set them up to be successful. They may choose to be successful. They may not. But we get a lot of our kids out of some pretty horrific situations and get them across the stage. That'll stack up against anybody. 
Alturas is more than 200 miles from a four-year university and 90 miles from a community college, but almost two-thirds of high school graduates went to college in 2021. That's gone up from half of graduates in 2017. And of those who do go to college, MODOC has seen 100% of them stay enrolled a second year. Tom says that's because of the work of teachers and other school staff. They push students to fulfill all the A through G requirements. Those are the set of courses that are required for admission at California public universities. And they require students to fill out the FAFSA, the Federal Financial Aid Application. They also take them on trips. We send kids on college tours all over Oregon and all over you know, Northern California. We try to do big field trips with our kids, you know, big field trips for us, you know, down to, down to Reno, <laughs> go hit the water slides, check out UNR, those kind of things, um, just so they can see there's more out there. But we'll have kids who graduate who've never left Alturas or have never left Modoc County. Yeah, that, that just happens unless we get them out of here. Just to see, you know, and I'm not saying it's bad to be here, but it's a big world. And we try to expose as much of that to them as we can. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, Getting to the Heart of California Schools, a production of EdSource. You can find Kara's stories about rural educators and about Modoc High at edsource.org. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks to our guests, Tom O'Malley and Kara Nixon. Our CEO is Ann Vasquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the Stupski Foundation. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join us next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.